Good evening, Bob. How you doing? Doing fantastic. Great. I'm glad to hear it. I'm loving it. <laughs> You're loving it. I just went to McDonald's, as it turns out. <laughs> it turns out. Uh, so, uh, this week, we have a bunch of books. Yes. And that's kind of the thing that we do. That is. Uh, is always have a bunch of books. Except, I will say that this was the most expensive order in the history <laughs> of Coast City Comics. And why is that? Uh, there's there's a couple of reasons. Because we did a massive trade reorder, and because we got finally got oh. some, some manga in for the first time in a Ooh, long yeah. time. I've noticed a lot of people asking about that. Oh my god. Stuff it sells been in very the fast. Um, the store. It's very strange. You have one store. But, uh, <laughs> one store. But yeah, uh, and also a lot of comics, and yeah, uh, one nice. of one of which is this gigantic run of the new Spawn. So Ooh, it's king. It is. It is king. Spawn is king. Spawn is king of something. Um, and so let's go through it. Let's let's yeah. get into it. Alphabetical. Um, alphabetically. Alphabetical. Let's start with yeah. A for Action Comics number ten thirty four. All right. It's all right, says Bob. Should be called All Right Comics. <laughs> sounds great. I think that'll sell it a lot better. Yeah. You know what's better than an All Right comic? What? Aliens number six. Oh, nice. Aliens number six was great. I love it. I love this. I love bringing this Bishop unit in as a big piece of the of the storyline, and that he's kind of got a heroic arc, even though he's not the Bishop that we know. He basically he's is the, the Bishop, Bishop for X Men. He's the other, yes, exactly. He's that one. I mean, honestly, that was the weird part was the ending of this really had a, uh, there was a tag at the end that I was like, no, wait, what? Ooh. You're not going to do something stupid, are you? But uh, there's no way they're going to do something that stupid. Uh, what they did, what they said was something like blah, 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 blah. And it's far far away and i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me no no you're not you are not doing that and i know they're not i just they could though they could it is within the realm of possibility but there's no fucking chance in hell they're doing a star wars aliens crossover oh man but if they did and they didn't get james stoko to draw it they'd be dumb they would be very dumb oh my god i would i would pay good money to see that i would pay money to, to read that, to see it, <laughs> to experience it, to breathe it in. To breathe it in. Um, speaking of things that you want to breathe in. Oh, yeah. I know uh, what it is. Amazing Fantasy number two. Yeah. Carrie Andrews did this one. I guess uh, is every issue of this just like one artist I guess or that's, one creative team doing a fantasy take I guess that's kind of the deal. It seems that way. Marvel. But I mean, they're all different. I mean, they're all tied together. Oh, okay. It is definitely like there's, like there's an ongoing story. story. Nice. Definitely Cap's story continues through through the whole thing. This is mostly a Spider-Man issue. With some Kazar. With, with of course, some Kazar. Uh, and, you know, it's just basically these Marvel characters are, have quote-unquote died. Hard to tell what exactly it is. But Peter is dead, and he shows up, and he meets his Uncle Ben, who also has died and went to this place. Hmm. And uh, he's hanging out, and Uncle Ben is real morose. He's like, yeah, we must have done something really terrible to get here. He's really like, he's all Eeyore'd out. And uh, he's like... But I learned when I was when I learned from you that with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, dressing up like a friggin' idiot <laughs> is what he says. I actually just really recently reread the uh, the original What If. Uh, for some reason, it's one of my my old comics that I still have uh, of What If Uncle Ben lived. 
and it's awesome it's like you read it and it's just so much better like oh my god it's so much better than on maybe and around <laughs> like you can't even that it's it's yeah. so good it's ron friends did the the art but on it it's you'll so never good. get the wheat cakes and you know they did do the wheat cakes. oh really so I uncle ben can still make wheat cakes uh they my uncle ben then, does I then what do you need cakes. what do you need her for then you need Montmé for nothing. That's, my for God, that was nothing. the one thing I thought she was good for. Well, I mean, maybe she makes it better than Uncle Ben did. But no, uh, but no it's like it, the funny thing about it, spoilers if you've never read this, you know, 40-year-old issue of What <laughs> If, but uh, he figures out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, like, immediately. <laughs> and he's just like, and he goes to Jonah Jameson, and he's just like, listen, you're going to be nice to my boy. <laughs> Jonah's like, oh, geez, well, this guy's a tough guy. I'm not going to fuck with him. <laughs> It's pretty good. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. yeah, so much tougher than the guy that throws cars around. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, well, he is a milk toast. It's true, he is. <laughs> he is very much. Uh, Spider Man, milk toast number seventy-two. <laughs> is that AKA Sinister War, Amazing Spider Man, whatever? I believe that is a tie-in to the Sinister War, but uh, it is or you no, know, it's, it's Amazing not. Spider Man. No, it is a tie-in because I read it and it said it was. Oh, and I that also read that guy it. whose face is made of slime or whatever is is the villain and he's the villain of old society. bug face oh but it's not bug face though the swarm i love that guy i do love he does I look like the swarm, swarm that he guy. does but he's got rotten face instead he's definitely a little derivative of uh, a couple of different spider-man villains carrion carrion <laughs> being the main one why do i even remember that i don't uh, think it's I've ever funny read because then I thought Carrion. I thought he was Carrion. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's that it's that character." Mm. And then it turned out that it just mm. looks exactly like him. <laughs> He's a new guy. He just didn't get a very distinctive costume. New. No. Uh, we've got uh, finally got reprints of Amulet Volume One back in stock, cool. which is a thing that the kids love. Yeah, big one. Uh, Avengers Annual Number One, Much which is better than I expected it. Really? To be. Yeah. I mean, I, I did a couple of these these Infinite Destinies books have been phenomenal, and a couple of them have sucked. Yeah, it's it's been a real mixed well, bag. So uh, reading this one, there's each one is like they're they're each new character that's introduced is now holding a power stone or whatever an a, infinity stone or yeah. an infinity stone so this guy is like this robot kid that can make things happen Ooh. and he's cool i just like the character oh. like he looks kind of like the vision but like you know different color scheme but like kind of okay. kind of synthesoidy looking in nice. his design but his power is that he can make well i guess his power is he has the reality stone so he can right. make stuff happen that you know uh, uh, manifest uh, creatures made of light <laughs> and uh, anyway it was it was a fun thing the art wasn't bad uh but looking at the back and seeing the other characters that have appeared and having not read all of these infinities uh i can see why some of them would suck because some of the characters some of the are characters are lame. awful yeah they're very lame yeah, yeah. Anyway. um let us see we've got barbaric number three out Love which it. is yeah it's a great book uh, Batman Reptilian number three is out. Cool. Which I'm not following anymore, but I thought it was a fun thing, a fun first, little thing to come out. Yeah, the first issue was good. Yeah. Um, Berserk, the hardcover uh, deluxe volume eight, mm. is in stock here for the first time, which doesn't mean that it's the new one. I think the new one's 12 or something like that, but we have it. It's new to us, let's say. Nice. Uh did I say Batman Superman? I meant you did to say not. Batman Superman. You said Superman. Batman Reptilian. Rep- Reptilicus. Reptilicus. Um, Ooh, I'd read that. Batman Superman number 21. I did read Reptilicus, and it was insane. Um, there huh. was a... So, Reptilicus is this, like, giant monster movie yeah. from 
Denmark, I think. It's, I've seen the movie posters. From it's it. from it's from some strange. It's from a place that you would not expect to see a giant monster movie made. So it's oh. like it was like Denmark or Sweden or something like that, mm-hmm. and they made Michelle had a novelization of it, like the super super rare novelization of it, and I was like, okay, cool. I gotta read this. And then it turns out that it was just like either someone just was having a lark. <laughs> like they're having a larf a larf uh, or I don't know what was the deal but it was like straight up just like regular soft core nonsense and then monster attacks oh it was literally like erotica we love we love that <laughs> reptilic <laughs> reptilicus erotica was what it was so that was weird anyway uh black widow number 10 yep is a comic book that uh, I forgot to open and blade runner 2029 number seven is also a comic book Yes. Oh, you know, speaking of comic books that I didn't read this week that I really liked the first one of, uh, Broken Souls Ballad. That oh. book is awesome. Got those Black Caravan. Black yeah. Black Caravan. We like, that. we like that place. Yeah. This is like phenomenal art, really creepy premise, uh, fun, fun horror stuff. I really dug the first issue. Nice. And you still have the first issue in stock if someone missed it? Yeah, I may. Perhaps. I might. Perhaps. <laughs> Come find out. It's uh, it's a possibility. It sold pretty well, so I may not. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Legacy Edition, Trade Paperback, Volume 5. Ooh, da lolly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this next one. So it's called Bungo. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know. It's hmm. called Bungo. Bungo in the jungle. Uh, okay, here are the words in sequence of this nonsensical anime name. Bungo Stray Dogs Beast Graphic Novel Volume 1. Sells itself. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's got the most bungo per square inch. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm sure that's an Australian word for something horrible. Mm, um, we can't win every battle. Oi, there's crooks in the bungo. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> Crocky, uh, get the crooks out of the bungo. Uh, anyway, we've got Cable Reloaded number one. Might very well be my favorite book this week very frustratingly strange how good that book yeah it's insane why they got big burly cable back and this issue rules it's written by al ewing who is the of course that the the hulk uh current hulk guy who you know everybody loves that um but he also writes sword Yep. which I have not been reading. And which it I seemed, think is probably what this is tying into. I read the last two issues of Sword that you had in the back issues, and there's mm-hmm. no mention of Cable whatsoever. <laughs> so if it happened in there, it happened earlier, and they've been sleeping on it. But either way, Cable's back, the the old Cable, because they've had this teenage uh, Cable for, for a while, hot minute now. Uh, now they have old Cable back, but it's like... There's it must have happened in the pages of Cable because I was reading Cable oh. and the I missed an issue and I believe the one before it was like, we're going to need to get the big gun back or something like that. And it was like this like yep. line about getting Cable back. There you go. And then <laughs> I just skipped over it somehow. It's so funny. Like, I we loved were, that series too. Yeah, nice. Uh, we were, I, I heard good things about that series, although I did not read it. Um, but... I just picked up the old, I was telling Tristan this, uh, so sorry you have to hear the same story twice, but uh, I just picked up the Exterminator series from the 80s uh, on uh, on the eBay, and uh, I was, the, the character in there, WizKid, I was like, why doesn't anyone use this guy anymore? He's great. He's, he has he's urine powers. He has, uh, fo- he's like Forge, 
but yeah, yeah. he for some reason doesn't make himself legs like forge did i guess forge only has one missing leg but either way like it's basically like a kid yep. like an asian kid version of forge mm-hmm. who but except for he can make anything out of nothing he doesn't have to like build it like forge does he just like has this wheelchair that he can just like turn into a jet or whatever it's like his powers are kind of crazy huh. uh anyway uh there the whole x there's a new x terminators in this and yes. i was just like well, how did i just get this and then literally there's a con- like i had no forewarning at all that there was going to be a new because they're like we're x they're basically it's x force from the oh, it's cable and x force yeah and they're like yeah x force is back and they're like yeah well there's already an x force unfortunately and then then whiz kid is there and he's like well, well now we're the new x terminators and it's like Maybe that's the only reason he's there. But either way, this comic was actually really, really it fun. It really was. Really good. Uh, loved it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. Five stars. Yeah, I give uh, it that. Out of five, I think? Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, checkmate, number three. I like Checkmate. It has yeah. the question and it has good art. Yeah. Uh, Chew, number seven. That is the CHU Chew, which is the new Chew. Uh, and it is great. New Chew review. Coming right at you. <laughs> Uh, Conan the Barbarian number 24 is out I'm going to guess he gets drunk and kills some folks with a big sword <laughs> and perhaps beds a female that's possible gross gross females <laughs> I don't like those Ew. Uh, no Conan's fine I'm sure it's fine uh, we got Dark Blood number 2 um, what about oh is that under you the next one between Dark Blood and Conan there probably yes Okay. sorry yeah it's I have I have a visual that those at home those following along at home do. Not <laughs> yes, you, you can follow along on the website because that's what I'm using. <laughs> nice. um, Dark blood. I got real passive aggressive with all of my listings this week, and Ooh. a lot of the ones that I didn't have because they were damaged by UPS, I put a little thing on the web that says "damaged by UPS" because I was kind of pissed because we lost a hundred and change issues this week. What? There is a look at that stack right over there. Whoa. That shit was all damaged by UPS. Whoa. Like, they put a fucking forklift through one of the boxes. Like <laughs> They are so I, understaffed. It's hard to feel give like... A shit. No, I mean, I, I can't be angry at them. Yeah. Because I know that everybody's fucked up right yeah. now. And I'm like, but what always blows my mind is that every time i maybe it's the universe saying not to buy into this nonsense with like uh one in 50s and one in 100s when you wouldn't buy normally more copies (laughs) but it seems like every time i get one of those it's damaged Hmm. maybe because your order is that much bigger the odds of that but like then what are the ads odds that those are the books that would get damaged the answer the answer is that i think if you are midtown then you have the power to say, hey, motherfuckers, give me a good version of this. I want you to make sure that all of my copies that are incentive copies are in really nice shape. Yeah. And I don't have that power. So That scared me. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I thought I'm, someone was coming in the door. That's why it scared me. Not because no, I'm scared of bells. We're, we're just selling so much shit. Hey, that's like, that's Listen, great. It's just, like a begathon. <laughs> We've got another sale. There's now, so many in. cha-chings. I just shut off the, the cha-chinger, so I hope it, <laughs> I hope it stops. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had gotten everyone, but it turned out I had one on my phone as well. This Shopify, this Shopify app is uh, is out of control. It's the ringingest app of all. Yes, if I leave it on, like when I'm on, when I'm at home, I just know every single time David sells something. 
<laughs> and it just goes ka-ching 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 like all fucking day long which yeah. is you know that's why you that's why you have david working for you because he's constantly selling shit that's exactly yeah and also if i leave it on then it makes me feel better like i'm not uh, <laughs> you're tuned in yes. you should have it set up so that if nothing sells it goes off and then you can call and yell <laughs> why aren't you selling product god no, you know, know that uh you do that <laughs> Ralph at Jetpack has a fucking Nest Cam on his employees that he calls them, and he's like, "Hey, get to work." Jesus. <laughs> no thanks. Yes. No thanks. No <laughs> thanks on that. I mean, even if it's in fun and jest, which I think it mostly is, I yeah. still, I still say no thanks to that. I would just get a picture of a middle finger and just like stick it in front of the camera. <laughs> Me too. Uh, okay, so we got Darkhawk number one. Wasn't terrible. I didn't read it, but I read it. we have a new Darkhawk, yeah. Connor Young. Yes. He's a star athlete who is diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, I believe. Oh. Uh, there's a brutal like scene, actually. like If you are not into the curb-stomping scene from uh, oh. American History X, oh. <laughs> there's a scene. It's not quite that graphic, although actually that scene isn't entirely Wait. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> he gets curb stomped he doesn't get curb stomped but he falls and hits his head on a curb and it's uh. rough if you're sensitive to those kinds of things like i have a genuine fear of having my face smashed on rocks so maybe it just made a bigger impact on me but either way that's how he discovers that he's ill is he's out running and doing his athlete thing and uh. then he takes a tumble uh but then uh he becomes dark hawk spoiler um oh, but, <laughs> god damn it it was you know it wasn't bad if you're gonna do i like it's the kind of classic marvel you know hero with a with a yeah a weakness of some sort uh that kind of uses has to overcome his his disability or whatever you know that's like, actually really cool i i'm i'm yeah, into that it surprised me I, actually i was kind of just like oh, i should look at this just because huh. we'll be talking about it and then i was like oh this is actually bad the art was decent interesting i'm i'm sure that it'll be it'll be no something that will comic that will get on people's radar because it's gonna be i think it's his first appearance it is i would assume because so. he's yeah i think i i mean i don't know but it, i think it is he's introduced in the comic as if you haven't seen him before Cool. Uh, we got Department of Truth number twelve. Still true. Still, <laughs> still departmentalized. I'm, um, I'm extra quippy today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, Detective Comics ten forty two. I like it. I like this new guy, the Worm Villain. He's cool. He's like Mister Mind, but he comes in and out of your mouth. <laughs> His name is Vile or something like that, and he gets into Batman, and you get this like Cthulhu face Batman in it. It's pretty cool. Did you nice. see this? Oh man, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's delightful. Yeah, and uh, and and then there's a backup featuring. Uh, it's called Task Force Z, and I don't know what the deal is with it, but it's interesting. It's just they're this all c- zoo animals. <laughs> Please, what's well, Red Hood crossed. is like eating a, a meal with this Gotham City cop, and she's trying to find out what Task Force Z well, is. Well, Task Force Z is all zombies, right? Oh, it's all man. people who are dead. It's like Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. It's all oh. it's all undead characters. Okay, I'm sold. I mean, I was down. It was like it's a cool backup. It's yeah, I believe as opposed to like here's I, Midnighter in you know right. just like. Oh, God, I, don't I think Task Force Z was going to be headed up by the new Black Lantern Arsenal. Oh, I believe, if I'm not okay. mistaken. So I can see that. I think that was where I first heard the term. Interesting. So, and I think there's some sort of I some sort of tie-in. I, now that you can't go to comic book websites without having 14 million ads oh constantly God. load on your phone, I just don't read any comic news anymore. If I would, it's if it's if I don't see it here or happen to read it on like the Google homepage, like I don't see it. 
I would rather stick thumbtacks into my forehead than look at Bleeding Cool. Yeah. I mean, Bleeding Cool is the is the worst, but like, uh, what's the other one? Any comic book resources used mm-hmm. to be good. I mean, it, yeah. good for like getting new comic yeah, yeah. hype, you know, like now it's just like, I can't do it. It's all clickbait. It's all just like stupid ads. Yeah, it's crazy. Give a shit about. They show me a good ad and maybe I'd watch it, but it's just like, you know. Yeah. It, like, I didn't even know there was a Spider-Man trailer until like this morning. Apparently it's been out I for like know. a week. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's it was leaked, I think, at some point, and then they were like, oh, screw it, it's leaked, whatever, we'll put it out. <laughs> Quote, unquote, leaked. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we got die number 19 out. Still trucking. Still trucking. Uh, we got uh, more Dogman comics back in stock, of course. And Dune, House of Atreides, number 9 of 12. Ooh. It's funny little worm people. Um and we have one of the books of the week, definitely, mm, which sure. is Echo Lands number one. Yes. This is, I mean, this is one of those books that when I was when I was coming into a comic shop every week looking for new shit, this would have just, like, I would have lost my mind over it. Yeah. This is the kind of book that I'm just like, holy fuck, I have to get this. And yeah. it's, I mean, and it is, it's... It's not going to blow anybody's mind conceptually, but the art, as always, J.H. Williams is just so good that it doesn't matter. Yes. And I There's, feel like uh, we should mention that like it's a format that is that yeah. it's it's not like it's never been done, but the spine is the short side. So it's it's a vertical yeah. sideways. But he really takes advantage of that, as you would expect the artist of Promethea to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah it's sorry no no it's great i mean it's the problem with it for me is only just the fact that it does it does have a little bit of a it's got a little bit of a concept thing to it that i was like oh okay she's little red riding hood okay that's the fucking that's the witch and this is uh, fuck. Yeah. you but know then like there's also a giant cheeseburger standing it's, it's like, true in but the, the thing is that a giant lucky cat that is not that was the reason that I was like not excited about it was because I, I worried that it was going to get too conceptual. And then all of those elements seem to just kind of fade away. So I don't think that that's really going to be part of it. I just kind of wanted to put that out there as a, like, if you're like me and we're worried about that, that's, it's not really that. So also I'm, I'm reasonably certain there's some, some cool, like artistic little cameos <laughs> oh in God. here. Uh, so many. And also, um, there's a guy who looks like Hitler saying, out of the way, ass worms. <laughs> he de- definitely says ass worms. So that's fun. Yeah. Hey, ass worms. If you like people saying ass worms. Uh, yeah, no, it's a beautiful looking comic. It's a really, yeah. it's a cool concept. I'm really looking forward to it. It's, I guess we haven't really said much <laughs> about it. It's like, you're talking future dystopia. There's a, there's a person who is basically Little Red Riding Hood, but she's like, has some sort of weird abilities. There's some real graphic head explosions and some <laughs> like others. Like, insane. One yeah. of the more insane head explosions I've ever seen in a comic. It, I mean, it almost looks like he traced it off the uh, the scanner's head explosion. It looks very much like the same uh, face from the scanner's head explosion. There's also, like, I'm going to say uh, he is one who can do like any kind of style Jesus and there is shit. a really distinctive almost john severin quality to some of the art yeah. in this that i think is yeah, really yeah. interesting uh and i like i said i didn't or I, actually i didn't say this but um 
it's more of a, I did more of a flip through on this one than uh, I actually got distracted by your fantastic dollar bin and uh I, I forgot to read the rest of echo lands but the art is amazing and it looks really cool god damn it there is still an ipad sorry <laughs> <laughs> i didn't hear it that time uh, okay it was considerably less loud than that one this yeah. my phone was like right in front of the fucking speaker yeah. um okay so we've got extreme carnage riot number one literally all 35 of the main covers were destroyed <laughs> Oh. Uh, but we do have all the other covers. So yeah, you got plenty of them. If you're fine with the other covers, then we have plenty of those. One of them is a Scotty Young cover that's really cool. The Scotty Young cover's fun. I love his Venom. Yeah, me too. <laughs> his his Bobo Venom. Uh, Fables Compendium Trade Paperback Volume 3. We're three omnibuses in here, people. Get on it. most of the series at this that's, point. Well, there was a lot of that series, but... True. Pretty close. Uh, and also Fantastic Four, Epic Collection, Battle Behemoths. Nice. We got, I think we got a bunch of uh, Thing versus Hulk fights in this one. Oh, nice. And also Fantastic Four, Epic Collection, Greatest Magazine. I don't know what's in that one, but some stuff. Uh, there's one that looks like it's just the early Fantastic Four I issues. Probably, yeah. uh, I didn't open it. I just saw the cover. But it was a co- it was the cover where they fight the Silver Server. Oh, indeed it is. It is 1 through 18. Nice. Cool. That's great. Uh, I'm glad that those things are still in print. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn number six. Didn't read it, but it's been fun. Yeah, it's uh, the artist of the Future State Batman. Uh, so it's like a it's a fill in artist, um, and it's a Catwoman team up. Looks nice. pretty good. Uh, Ice Cream Man number twenty five. Another one of my big phobias. I didn't get really far into this one before. I was like, nope. <laughs> I can see where this one's heading straight I, down. I wish I had read it, um, but I did not. It's an airplane crash. It is crash. definitely an airplane crash issue. I'm hoping that it's some sort of Salman Rushdie, good and evil, falling apart, well, falling out of an airplane kind of thing. Mm, Can't wait. I'm not 100% sure that it is that. <laughs> Damn it. I figured it would it, be it like could be. Ice Cream Man and a clown and they're doing the satanic versus thing while they fall out of a plane. As far as I got into it, it was more that just like people were using the excuse that they knew that they had to that they were going to die to like live their unrealized fantasies. That makes Maybe. sense. Maybe. Uh, and then there's a short story at the end that's unrelated to it. Oh, but yeah. Also has the they've got 15 that. minutes left before they die. <laughs> Yeah. And so they're like, well, screw it. I'm just going to do terrible things. Some, Yeah. And then some of them do things that are not quite so terrible. Hmm. But again, in true ice cream man format, it's like, there's always going to be like people doing weird, good things as well. Yeah. And I love how I'm like, oh, I didn't really read it. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, know. I know actually everything about what happened in it. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, uh, icon and rocket season one, number two. Looks good. It's a comic book. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Doug Braithwaite, he's a, he's a, that guy's awesome. And we've got the big the big issue of the week, the record setting Spawn King Spawn number one. Um, yes, I liked this. Cool. I really liked it. Um, I I was prepared to not like it. I was prepared to think it was silly and whatever. And guess what? I liked it. <laughs> no, they're really taking a real serious stab at making yeah. Spawn uh, a a true a true comic book player again. And, and uh, it does yeah. look good. I flipped through it. I just 
you know, I think I've never read Spawn, so it's not something that would make sense to me. Yeah, I did read Spawn, and basically they're continuing the storyline that made me stop reading Spawn. Oh no! But <laughs> it's like they it, they're trying to fix it. So it's all the heaven and hell stuff that got really bogged down. I loved Spawn until all of the until all of the politics between heaven and hell became part of the part of the storyline. That stuff became really like. Mm. It didn't know it was silly anymore. It started taking itself seriously, and it started becoming very, like, I don't know, pretentious maybe even yeah. for, for something like Spawn. It's a it's a stretch to be pretentious, but it was. It was like, it was like too much. And yeah. this, I think, they, I think they saw that uh, Supernatural had kind of cribbed a little bit from the ideas that spawn had about heaven and hell being these sort of like just warring factions and not really neither was really good or evil they're just a bunch of people and yeah. some of them look ugly and some of them don't and some of them are pretty but they're all scumbags yeah. they're all like overpowered assholes <laughs> and so i think that, like there really is a lot of of spawn in supernatural and i think they then said okay well, Ben Edlund fixed Supernatural. Let's steal Supernatural's <laughs> deal and bring it back. Because in reading this, it had a very, like, I definitely got a real Supernatural vibe from it, which uh, yeah. is not a bad thing because it's a well-written show and their ideas were smart. And I think they're just kind of, uh, I think it's good to to boil down what makes Spawn work into a into a stew. And I think that's what they're doing. That's cool. I also like that that connection. I did. I didn't. I did watch Supernatural, but I have not read Spawn. But that the idea of Spawn like kind of recasting itself in the vein of yeah. uh, entertainment, different kind of entertainment. Like, I mean, um, it's still it's still got the it's still got its like brutal whatever. Like he's yeah. he's still kind of coming in, kicking ass, and all that stuff. But it's but you know like the the cast of of angelic characters. You know, this is all centered around Metatron, and it's like it's it's all got very similar angelic host characters in mm. it which were were all a part of the spawn mythos in the hundreds yeah you yeah. know but, but prior to that it was just him in an alleyway being all grubby and you know protecting hobos which was awesome you know like those stories ruled yeah the freak definitely. shows up and he's like hey freak i'm gonna beat you up because you're trying to hurt people and the freak's like i'm not a bad person and he's like okay <laughs> then just go away and don't hurt anybody anymore And he's like okay cool yep I uh yeah, I, for me personally, uh the more angels are involved, the less I am interested. <laughs> it's weird. I have a much oh, higher tolerance for hell than I do for heaven. Yeah. But like once it gets into heaven, I'm just kind of like I I read comic books so that I cuz I don't want to <laughs> cuz I don't want to like, be religious. I don't. Yeah, exactly. It's it's literally a replacement for religion. There's no there's no way around it. Comic yeah. books are a replacement for religion, sure. whether you like it or not. Um and Law, that's a that's a high-minded take. I don't know. I still, I think it's, I think it's just, it, yeah. I mean, it certainly feels that way to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a, the, the parable aspect of the like power yeah. dynamics and you know, like that's why I think I also like a comic where, uh, you know, the like good a guys social win. justice yeah, yeah. kind of comic, uh, as opposed to like, uh, you know, let's watch Batman get punched for 14 <laughs> issues and then, then at the end he points his finger in the face of the reader and says you know whatever, whatever. <laughs> sorry i like i like the batman issues when he explains to you uh which ribs he's broken 
That's yes. always my favorite. Well, there that, was it a- makes me laugh every fucking time because there's like somebody else did that recently where they they cribbed that from uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I mean they've been cribbing that from Dark Knight Returns and Batman books forever. But I just read something that wasn't Batman that was like, oh, that was my seventh vertebrae. I could feel it slipping. Okay, that rib just broke. I yeah. have to go. Or like that Kevin Smith oh. one where he's like, yeah, remember that iconic scene? And then I peed my pants, actually, what happened. It's really that I pissed. It's like, yeah, that's really enhancing the mythology there. Anyway, uh, that said, uh, I'm sure King's Bond is awesome. And, yeah. You know. It's like if you if you were excited about Spawn at some point I'll and see. wanted to be excited about Spawn again, this is the place to get in. And you got all those signed copies of the oh, Sean Murphy That's cover. right. And Sean did a did a variant for it. Um Sean I don't know if this is a if if this is uh, Tales at a School or whatever, but he was like, the reason he did this cover for for McFarlane was because he did the cover to 250. Who did? Sean did. Sean he did, did the cover to, to Spawn 250. Okay. And, and Todd hated it because it was like conceptual. It's a fucking awesome cover. <laughs> but like Todd McFarlane is very straightforward yeah. and he's like, you know, I want, spawn sitting on a fucking gargoyle and sean drew him drinking coffee with like the city in the background and like salmon twitch in a little diner underneath it it's a gorgeous cover it's really really cool and it probably was, one of like seventeen thousand different covers as well i don't think so i think at oh. that po- i think in the 200s i don't think they were doing that i okay. think maybe it was like a two cover. variant yeah, cover market had really exploded re-exploded but uh yeah it was it was a great cover and i'm just, and it's just funny that like Todd McFarlane was like, what oh. if he was like on a gargoyle? No. That... <laughs> so he did this one to kind so of, he was like, okay, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll do this one. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. <laughs> that's yeah. a little more exciting. How that's about cool that? Cover. And it's got him with a big fucking gun. Yeah. <laughs> I always like spawn with a big gun. Yeah, I mean, if it's McFarlane, he's certainly got, he's known for those big gun characters. You need accessories, because the toy needs accessories. (laughs) Um, We've got Marvel's Voices, Identities, number one. It's pretty strong, actually. There's a really great Shang-Chi story in there, uh, where he, it's the new version of Shang-Chi, like the modern Marvel one. Shang-Chi? It's uh, Shang-Chi, sorry. Is it Shang-Chi? It is Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, sorry about that. I think we have all learned from the trailer that, as comic fans, we've all been saying it wrong for our entire lives. I have not seen the trailer. uh, Yeah. But I have seen the Lego sets. Shang is how they pronounce it. Okay, so anyway, Shang-Chi is in it, and Shang-Chi fights the deadly hands of kung fu version of shang chi from the 70s like oh, the doug mensch version the the fakey bruce lee yeah it's like what's what's new versus what's what if or something like that is the name of it and it's like he cool. basically has this kind of metaphysical like luke skywalker <laughs> in dagobah uh b- battle with like his it. own self uh and then he demonstrates why he's better now uh <laughs> <laughs> and you know i'll let you read it but there's a couple of there was a actually not just a ripoff of bruce lee <laughs> right they definitely changed the, the it's w- way more marvel universe centric nice. uh That's and great. then there's also a really good uh jubilee uh story in it oh nice that was very cute there's also a uh jimmy woo story yeah and a, and a jimmy woo set in the 50s which is the nice. era of Jimmy Woo that I'm most interested in. There's your ding again. God damn it. How many of those things you got there, dude? I thought I turned it down. Yeah, that's all right. It was quieter. <sighs> I just can't stop selling, man. <laughs> that's not. I mean, hey, 
There are worse problems. <laughs> All this money. Um, <laughs> He's literally over there sitting in a pile of money. It's just spitting out of his computer. Printed already. <laughs> We've got Mr. Miracle. Source of Freedom. This I comic I am not reading, but it actually looks really good. And this I is kind a comic of, I did not enjoy the first issue of. I straight yeah. up was like, nope, this is not for me. It looks much better than it did. I couldn't figure I, I and I still can't figure out because the same version of Mr. Miracle, I lo- and I do really love the Shiloh Norman version of Mr. Miracle, but he's in the backup in one of those Superman comics as well. And hmm. I can't tell. It's like, is this future state? Is this now? What's happening? You're not doing a very good job of explaining yeah. this. But, I mean, clearly this Mr. Miracle is in the future because Scott and Barda's kid is grown up. Oh, okay. Um, but, and Scott is in it, and he's got, like, Oberon uh, uh, sideburns. Jesus. Like, like Maddie Warner sideburns. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, anyway, uh, this has, I will say, the variant cover of this is awesome. It's like Mr. Miracle breaking out of a giant nesting doll. Like, it's really cool. It's a very, it's I, I put it on the, the Instagram uh, video. You can take yeah. a look. No, it's a it's a good cover. I just yeah, it started out and basically Scott uh, this version uh Shiloh Norman, this version of Mr. Miracle is like a total douchebag. Yeah. Like that first issue, he just sucks. And I know that I know that you gotta get through those sorts of things in order to have character arcs, and that's very important. Sure. But I couldn't bring myself to get through the next one. Because I was just like, Oh god, it's a self obsessed fucking reality show star. This is not I know that he's getting comeuppance at some point, but I don't yeah. need to see it. Yeah, there's a. There, I've been watching Legends of Tomorrow, and there's a really good character that like uh, they do this like timeline because they're like traveling in time all the time. They do this timeline reset where one of the characters basically who's awesome then like the, in the next episode and for the rest of the series is just this like influencer like social media oh. jerk and it's like it, it it they do a good stuff with it um but it was like oh no <laughs> so like at first i was just like oh this will change back and then like a season later i'm just like well, i guess maybe not maybe not <laughs> i wow, guess they that's just weird i love that aspect of the storytelling on that show anyway wow, whatever we're talking crazy. about comics well, yes in fact the comic we're talking about is mom mother of madness number oh, two how did you get it here um, I don't know what this, this is. The about. one that's like co-written by the Game of Thrones actress. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's don't uh, the know art looks you. really good in it, but I uh, it just looks like honestly it looks kind of like a mess to me. It looks like and a mess to me as well. Supposed to be. I don't know. I just it's, no. I it's think it's just that she's not a writer, and, and she's like she's like, hey, I have this pitch, and she's like, yeah. I'm gonna make a comic out of it. I just don't think it's that good. I cannot give any opinion on it whatsoever, other than the art looks good. Yeah, the uh, art does look good. Even really, I read. To read I, I tried to read the first one, and I could not get through it. So maybe, maybe it's just that I'm, you know, unfamiliar with the material so much that I'm not. Yeah, I'm not catching on. And speaking of which, I just lost. Sorry. I just lost one of these. Uh, that was uh, baby, baby, baby. What mom. are we looking at? We we're looking at mom, but uh, now we are at nonstop Spider-Man number four. And Norse Mythology 2, number three. Speaking of things that I had not read any of, and then I just, I happened to, I get this weird message from a Facebook friend, or from a friend who I, through Facebook, um, saying like, oh, I've been reading the Neil Gaiman Norse Mythology mm. series and just started talking about Ragnarok for some reason. It's like out of random, like this guy lives in Thailand and like, I don't, like I went to college with him 20 years ago and he just like starts messing me, messaging me about Ragnarok. Uh, but anyway, I was like, huh, maybe I'll check out this North Norse Mythology. And it's actually, it looks really cool. Yeah. It's literally just like the, 
you know, the classic Norse mythology tales, but the art is uh, all the layouts are Craig Russell, P. Craig Russell, and then, but it's Mark Buckingham, who's the artist mm-hmm. of Fables. Yeah. It's a really cool a combo. Choice. Yeah, it looks cool. If you um, want to see classic Thor. Yeah, I mean, I I really liked the book. Yeah. And, it, you know, and it wasn't anything that was groundbreaking. It's just interesting to hear somebody like Neil, Neil Gaiman do something like retell classic mythology. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool. It looks good. Um, Oblivion Song, number 33, is out. Cool. That is a comic book. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just keep saying that about every comic book. Yeah, every book. comic book. <laughs> <laughs> Old Guard, Tales Through Time, number five of six, is a comic book. Uh, Once in Future, number 19, is out. Great uh, series. Apparently, that must have gotten optioned or something because every scalper and their mother is coming in here to buy every issue we have. I think it did get optioned. Because, wow, we've been getting cleaned out of this thing. I think I read about that a while ago, actually. It's a great series, I mean, too. It's, it's totally all worth st- reading. It's all started happening in the last week that I've noticed. But Oh, interesting. Weird. Because we have everything going back to the first issue. So Sick. That's cool. Because we're a good comic shop, yes. okay? Uh, we got One Piece number 97. Oh, my God. Number fucking 97 of these things. God. Yeah. My wrist hurts just thinking about trying to draw <laughs> that many pages of comic books. This is this Insane. is like insanely popular comic book. It, it is literally the like I believe the most popular. Oh yeah, comic book period. Like, yeah, it of took any, over of any type. Yeah, it it became that was like a thing where it had finally like it had sold more copies than whatever had the record yeah. before yeah. Batman or something. One Piece is very popular. Yes. I do not understand why. <laughs> because the market for comic uh, art and manga in Japan is still enormous, I assume. True. But it's and, very popular here as well. Like it's yeah. so in it's the like American a, sales market. Like in our actual with the using uh, whatever the fucking scan is. Uh, I can't remember what that service is. The thing that the thing that keeps track of how many things are sold. But it it is it is still one of the it's like the most popular book in the United States. So I don't understand. Hmm. I have read it. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, kids, kids, they love. Kids what, like it. what are you gonna do? I, it's written backwards. What the fuck? <laughs> um, Robin number five. I'm a sucker for uh, every version of Robin teams up in a comic book, comic <laughs> yes. book, and this is one of those. It sure is. Uh, B. Justice League number five. R W B Y Ruby. Justice League number five of seven is out. Uh, we had for approximately 35 seconds the San Diego Comic-Con uh, exclusive DC White Knight Batman Joker pops. Uh, but Sean came and sold them, then posted it on his Instagram, and we sold out of the pile that we had in a heartbeat. Oh, <laughs> like, wait, he came and signed them and yeah, then yeah. put and it And on then his he was like, hey, look, he, we've got these here at my local comic shop. And he took a photo, and it was like... they were all gone damn which is sucked because i had a bunch of people who wanted them and i was like oh it's fine it's the last we got a bunch of them nope um i was like i'll reorder them oh they're limited to three thousand pieces shit (laughs) oops uh one of the other things that we had massive damages on was something is killing the children number 19 Something is killing the comic books. Yeah, something killed 20 copies of Something is Killing the Children. Jeez. It was UPS. They are what killed them. Uh, Spider-Man Life Story Annual Number 1. 
Yeah, just like an extra chapter of that series that was uh, the Zadarsky, Mark Bagley, what if Spider-Man aged just, in real time. And a fun story of J. Jonah Jameson throwing away his life to try and destroy Spider-Man one last time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, what we, an What an asshole. We've got the Star Wars Black Series Ahsoka Tano uh, six-inch figure. So cool. Oh, my God. They're just the most amazing-looking figures. Uh, Super into those. And, yes, I know. I'm sorry about the price. They have gone up $2. We We got a message from the distributors that everything was going up two bucks because of either, I don't know, an excuse for COVID or whatever. But, yeah. Hmm. So... Prices have all gone up across the board on figures from all of our distributors, NECA, everyone else. Everything's at least $2 more expensive. Maybe plastic is more expensive now or something. It could be. I I mean, factories are harder to work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There, there's Everything is more difficult now. Yeah. Uh, but I guarantee you that if things go back to normal... The yeah, prices will stay that's, exactly. That's the, the same. thing that kills me is like they're just like, <laughs> oh, gas is going up, but don't worry, it'll go back down. It's like, no, it oh, it's not gonna. No, I mean, it might. Like, that's not the way it works. It's, uh, I mean, gas probably is a bad example because it does occasionally go down. But uh, yeah, yeah. But this shit. Once they raise the price, like once somebody says, oh, we have a temporary tax. Like, remember when they were like, oh, we're gonna do periodicals temporarily oh yeah 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 we'll right. get main sales tax on just for a year or so yeah and it's like, and they're like mm, oh we made a bunch of money years on later i'm not gonna give that back yeah. yeah i certainly i certainly write them thousands of dollars worth of checks <laughs> i mean it's not my money it's the customer's money that they give to me but true still but then there's like you know like with comic books oh the the price is going up but the reason it's going up is because we're using much better paper now <laughs> and it's you know it's like oh and then the, and like, also oh, we're, we're going back to use newsprint but the comic still the costs the same amount i mean granted wood is more expensive now yeah whatever but like the point being that yes now that there are no more trees yeah now that they're all set on fire and <laughs> burning forever Jesus christ Let's ignore that fact. Yeah, um, this is comic. We're here to escape <laughs> reality. Escape that reality. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader. Uh, it is a comic book. I love that it says, <laughs> The Assassin's Choice. Like yes. I know it's supposed to be like, The Assassin is making a choice, but it's more of like... <laughs> more like Taster's this Choice. This gun is The Assassin's Choice. Assassin's Choice. Uh, Dr. Aphra, number 13. We've got Star Wars High Republic Trade Paperback, number one. There is no fear. We've got Strange Academy number 12. Cool. Which is great. Made it 12 issues. Nice. Good they job, made Strange it Academy. to 12 issues. Uh, Summoner's War Legacy number 5. We've got, and we have one of the other, uh, I think, sleepers of the week, which is Superman 78 number 1. Nah, I've been looking forward to this for a while, and it is absolutely great. I love it. Love cool. it. Love it. Love it. Uh, particularly love it for the uh, Wilfredo Torres art. Nice. And I did my best to pronounce <laughs> that correctly. You did. You did. Um, you got. Uh, you got Jordi Belera colors. You got. Uh, but basically, it's um, Robert Venditti on writing. But it's the. You know. It's obviously. It's just. Just like Batman '89, although we didn't do a podcast when Batman '89 came out, so we that's true. Like Batman '89 was going back to the Tim Burton. This is going back to the Richard Donner Superman. But it's like, boy, were we the only comic shop that went hard on Batman '89? 
Really? Holy shit. We had so many people from everywhere coming in here. Like nobody bought it. Like weird. None of the local shops bought it and we had like a hundred copies that we were like sitting on and like people were coming in just to buy that book that I'd never seen before that were clearly like customers of other shops. Yeah. I was like, wow, weird huh. that weird that you wouldn't know that that's going to be a big deal. Well, or just maybe it was a much bigger deal than anyone really also thought it was too, going yeah. to be because, you know, I don't know, like I knew it was going to like I, I was excited about that. Although yeah. I will say more excited about Superman 78 really? than Batman 89, which is weird because I don't know. I just I love I mean, this artist so yeah. much, but like I love this aesthetic for Superman. Me it's too. just yeah, like yeah. It's a way, like what you're always saying, like when you see Superman comics that aren't very good and you're just like, why don't they just go back to what the things that make Superman awesome? And it's like that movie is literally what makes yeah. Superman awesome. And you know what? I think this is a perfect tie-in to our next comic. Ooh, which is? Which is Superman, Son of Kal-El, number two. Pretty good. You want to fucking talk about making Superman what people want. Yep. This series is the Superman I want to read. Yeah. God damn it. That first issue nearly brought me to tears. I was like, it is perfect. Yeah. That is a perfect Superman comic, even though it doesn't technically have Superman in it. It has his son. Yeah. Uh, but it's got it's got kind of a Spider-Man feel with it, like the dynamic of like, sure. you know, the kid trying to fit in, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, except for obviously it's it's more like, oh, my God, my dad's Superman, you know, like instead of like, <laughs> oh, my dad's dead. But um, yes. You know, but also his dad has disappeared as well. He's just kind of gone. Yeah, which is also part of the story. Yeah, but it's cool. It's good. Uh, yeah, I thought it was actually really good, and I didn't expect that I was going to super like it. But um, yeah. yeah, it's great. But, I mean, Tom Taylor. Tom of Taylor. Course, of course, yeah. I'm going to like it. Yeah. Uh, Superman versus Lobo. <laughs> Tell me more. I, I, no I did idea. not love it. Honestly, like I it's fine. I it's didn't just, even look at it. The black it's a black label tabloid size the thing is Superman the size fighting Lobo by the creative team of uh that porn comic Money Shot. Money Shot. Uh it just it was it seems like a great idea. I mean, on honestly, paper. it's probably much better. They it's not my kind of comic, but like there are there is a is like it's an over the top Lobo thing. It's like there's lots of swearing. There's lots of actually I don't know how much swearing there actually is in it, but um, it's it, it it just wasn't for me. That's all. That's all I can say. It looked fine. I'm definitely taking a copy okay. of it home because yeah. I do want to read this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love. It's got an audience. I am a fan of Lobo. Like in general, I like a Lobo comic. I like a really over-the-top Lobo comic. I liked him when he was, you know, with his dog and, like, just really stupid. Like yeah. That really stupid era of Lobo. I, my favorite I Lobo comic is the one that uh, the the guy who drew League of Extraordinary Gentlemen drew. Kevin Infanticide? O'Neil. No, it's like the convention special or oh, something right. like that. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, it's, yep. it's so dumb, and it's just <laughs> so self-referential. And uh, I think Infanticide was the craziest one that I ever I read. I mean, just the that fact the... that you could have a comic called Infanticide, and yeah. like that would be a thing that nobody blanked at. Yeah, it was just because he was going around killing killing comics. baby baby Lobos. Yeah, yeah. Because he has to keep killing himself. Because every time he bleeds, another one of him pops up, and he has to murder it. Yes. Yeah, and he is literally known for being like the guy that. <laughs> what, yeah, I mean, he's like he's literally genocidal. Yes. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Something that we tend to frown upon. 
I mean, <laughs> some of <us>. IRL. <laughs> I mean, in real life, not a great thing, and that's why comics are a magic place. Yeah, because you can have a you can have a fan favorite character who's a genocidal monster. Yes, he's like Pol Pot on a fucking yeah. galactic scale, but people are like, that's fun. Because he looks like fucking Gene Simmons. It's funny. <laughs> looks like steroid Gene yeah. Simmons. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads number two. Mm. Yes, this is a Wayback Machine, but instead of looking like a comic that came out when it's set, it looks like a Greg Land. It looks like a Greg Land comic. <laughs> uh, but that, it is written by Peter David, it who is, is back and, yeah. you know, kicking ass. He And that's the thing, is that all of these are really well-written comics. And, you know, Greg Land is a great, efficient comic machine. I personally he have hits deadlines. no problem with Greg I am, Land. I am one of those people as well. I understand it in the same way that I don't have a problem a huge problem with Rob Liefeld. Like, I don't like Rob Liefeld's art, though. I, and Greg Land, at least, like, has, like... <laughs> you know what's funny? I was like, I've been a I've been a defender of Rob Liefeld for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, been yeah. like, you know what? This guy, he gets, a, he gets a raw deal. And then, yesterday, Rob Liefeld goes on fucking Twitter. Oh, God. And... Uh, fucking Francovia posts uh, a f- like one of his drawings of of Wesley Snipes as Blade, and he's like Marvel's first first blockbuster, you know, spawned a bunch of Marvel stuff to come, or something like that. And Rob Liefeld is like, hardly, it's not a blockbuster. It barely made all this much money. He didn't do this, and he just like shit all over this thing from out of nowhere. Just came in and was a total dickhead, and. He's a prick. And I was like, he's a prick. Okay, I think <laughs> I think I finally figured it out. The thing, the other thing that I'd figured out, I'd figured this out before, and then I was like, no, 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 it's not. Maybe he went to a special screening, but he went to Deadpool, and he was in the middle of a crowded theater, and he was like, he was on Twitter posting about Deadpool, <laughs> and I was like. I hate this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the, for me, the nail in the coffin for him was when he was drawing while driving his car. And one. I was like, first of all, your drawing looks like you drew it while you were driving a fucking car, <laughs> asshole. And second of all, don't fucking do don't that. Don't do that. Yeah, like, you know, having a phone is safer than that, and that's not safe. No. He's like, it's got like six fucking kids stuck to his I just windshield. like to sit backwards when I drive, you know? It's like, uh, it's not hurting anyone if I can see in this mirror, you know, and whatever, you know? Besides, oh, when I shut my eyes, everyone stops moving. <laughs> Nothing exists except for me uh, in the I, world. There's, there's a, I wish I could source something somehow, but like uh, my, my comic group that I hang out with, which I will actually say the name of Panel to Panel because I posted that I have oh, a nice. podcast now, so it's possible that someone might be listening. Panel to Panel is on <laughs> facebook it's great uh panel two number two panel the number two uh anyway there i I met one of them for the first time i met this guy cole who's one of the admins there and very very nice guys but anyway i think it was him who posted this link to this blog that was like someone that shield comic that came out a couple weeks ago yeah yeah. a month ago yep that lifefield did and uh just shreds it like I, I didn't even open it so oh i had God. no idea how bad it was but oh it's boy. like the guy just like it is like takedown upon takedown upon takedown it's like but it's it's totally deserved he totally deserves he it does. it is if you look at that comic book absolute shit yeah it's there's no defending it it's it's absolute no defending it. there really is shit isn't. 
in in a world where we're looking like right now i'm looking at a wall of comics that are brand new to this world that aren't even technically for sale yet and every single one of them has more yeah care and craft and nuance there are two transformers books out this week i guarantee you that are a hundred times better a million i mean it's like literally like the first the thing i can remember from the blog post about the bad comic that i didn't actually read so caveat but like uh it's it's the guy up and i was like the main guy and he's like sitting he's (laughs) sitting in his apartment and I guess you know it's his apartment because like there's a box that tells you maybe I don't really know, but it's like literally he's just sitting on a block. It's like all Liefeld knows how to draw is like this block. Yep. And so then he just like that's and if but it's like you think about it, it's like he's in his apartment. Why is he sitting on a block? Who whose apartment has nothing in it except for a single <laughs> block that has a but crusader. God damn it. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I know Liefeld has his apologists, and I will admit I was digging through the box back issue bin, and I am holding in my hands a copy of New Mutants Annual Number 5, which he drew. Yeah. And I got it for the backup story that was drawn by John Bogdanov. Uh, but whatever, you know, he's a, he's, he's a real thing that really existed. And, I, and, and if you go back and his stuff is inked by Carl Kiesel or whoever inked him that was good and yeah. it's like oh you know that's why you thought he didn't suck back then it's because carl kiesel is a really good anchor yeah. <laughs> you know like he, i can you imagine like the stories that those guys would tell of just like what they got for pages and just being like i can't yeah, imagine yeah okay anyway whatever uh herb trimpy is when he did his life field that's like that's all the life field i need oh it's like God. those herb trimpy's life field is so good it's so good <laughs> so it's good. like if life if you ever want to know what it would be like if rob Liefeld was actually good just read fantastic four unlimited yeah. one through ten or however many issues that's there crazy. are it's absolutely fantastic stuff anyway whatever and there's also uh i can't remember what i was reading but i think friends maybe Maybe he did a a McFarlane thing where he was Ooh. like following McFarlane and he did his own version of McFarlane. Sick. Yeah. And it was like, that oh, guy's awesome. look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I read that comic from last week, that Heroes Union. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was, it was pretty fun. It's, it's definitely like, uh, it's weird. Can I just like say, this is a comic yeah, that yeah. came out last week, Heroes Union, um, and it's written by Roger Stern and it's drawn by Ron Friends and it's inked by Sal Buscema. And it is, I'm really trying to figure out, it has this really weird capitalism angle to it Mm -hmm. that I can't really put my finger on, but I'm like, is the person who is behind this comic book universe, like, maybe not cool? Like, (laughs) they just hired these people who are awesome at making comics, but there's this very strange, like, the union, it's, it's not, like, conservative right right but it's um like the heroes union and it's set up like uh like a corporation and they're a union and it's like got this weird kind of like i don't know it's like all it's it's more like written it's like somebody who ran a business for a really long time and made a bunch of money but loves comics and then was just like Hey, I'm going to get, and then like the next issue is like David Michelinie or something. So like that. it's, it's like somebody doing, who like, made a bunch of money writing for Seinfeld and he oh. hired a bunch of people. So the guy that calls me when he's yeah. like, when he's soliciting these things, okay. he, he just is like, he's, he's a, he's a professional writer. He's done a bunch of stuff and I think he probably gets 
uh, you know, gets a fucking monthly check from Seinfeld reruns, and he just kind of yeah. And I he's mean, done a bunch of other stuff too. The cool thing about the book is that it's like it's sixty four pages long. It's yeah. all story. And it's like it's not like this is his idea. So when he called me and he was like he calling every comic book shop in the world to pitch his nice. his thing. Hustling. It's absolutely, and I I really appreciate that. Yeah. But his thing is that it's a binge book. The idea being that he, that like. This is a big comic book that is one and done every time. Nice. Like every story is 64 pages long. Every story is done by the end of the comic book. That's cool. Which I think is cool. Yeah. There's a, uh, oh man, now I can't remember the name of the guy, but he's like, he looks like the creeper if he's wearing like a sponsored NASCAR <laughs> costume and he's called the Dewhurst Cola something. I can't, I, God, I can't remember the name That's of the character, great. but it's really funny. Great. And I wish they had kind of played it up more. It's yeah. like they throw a lot of stuff like that out there. He's like he's like a Booster Gold kind of thing yeah, yeah. where it's like he's sponsored and and uh, but unlike Booster Gold, I didn't immediately hate him forever. Um, but you know whatever uh, the the Heroes Union comic was was pretty fun. I I will admit, and it is a binge. It's like it's not a trade. You know, it's not yeah. like reading a trade. It's it's a it's a silver uh, Golden Age style yep. big you know big long story they go to this other planet that has like this uh, the alien planet that has uh oh man what is it like she uh she's an artist and she wants to wipe out the planet earth to make an artistic statement and uh and they're like no you can't do that because you know there's businesses on the planet you know you could (laughs) it would be uh it it was pretty fun but there's uh (laughs) There's like a whole bunch of characters that come out like like uh there's like a speedster who's like a single mom and uh like it's just got all these like there's a lot of concepts in it. It was, it was pretty fun. Very very silver age but like modern silver age, modern That's take cool. on silver age. Like anyway, it. whatever. We just that came out last week. <laughs> uh turtles. We got those those Boydles. turtles uh 120. Yeah. We got two Transformers books, Beast Wars 7 and Transformers Shattered Glass number one. Why would uh, you make a Transformer out of glass? That seems like a terrible <laughs> idea. Sounds like a recipe for shattered glass to me. Recipe for disaster. <laughs> uh, we've got United States of Captain America's is, is number three. I like this guy. This is a great yeah, character. He's cool. I'm I'm into this one. He's I the, he's the Captain America of the Kickapoo tribe. He is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think this is this is brilliant and uh uh, again, uh, like this whole this whole series, this whole concept, I think is genius. I will I will fight for it uh, to the grave because again, I think Captain America is a better symbol than he is an actual character. And I love I I do enjoy a good Captain America story, but I still think that the only way to keep him valid is to have people in the modern world embrace him into their own cultures especially when it's like when it's a different culture of like a a group in america that are underrepresented when you have the kid who's hopping trains who's like a crust punk yeah and he's like (laughs) i love that there's a crust punk there's a fucking crust punk captain america who's like you've got gay crust punk captain america yeah and he's defending homeless kids yeah the fucking a come on that's great yeah i love that i love the idea that the kickapoo tribe has their own captain america this is a cool idea and i think that this like bringing that out there and putting it out there as an idea and i also like that they had instead of like i mean I think one of the writers is uh, Native American, but they also had like outside consultants from that tribe, yeah. like to so they could you know 
get uh, the the details right. Also, it's entirely possible that it's I don't know if it's actually pronounced Kickapoo or not because I just found out that Sakajawea, who I've always oh, pronounced fuck. Sakajawea, is actually Sakagawea. Sakagawea, Sakagawea. Really? Uh, and I read all about Sakagawea and why, like you oh. know, there would I mean I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Um, pronunciation of specifically of Native American language is not, not my strong suit so if I did it, it wrong I, I apologize but either way this Captain America is, is great it's my favorite one so far that's great yeah uh, very it. excited about that um, and I like the crust pump one so I like this <laughs> me one too I actually like the second one too the uh, what was the second one uh, it was the the woman in oh my god where was it I can't even remember now. I have a few holes and gaps in my, cause I haven't read like sometimes the I brains. like my comics don't all get read. <laughs> also yeah, it's entirely it possible. Cool. I just didn't get that one. I don't know. Who knows? It I, was it's, fun. Buying comics is a week is, is a, is a case by case basis every <laughs> week for me. Yep. I understand. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, Osaki Yojimbo. Nice. Uh, blah, blah. Vampirella. Blah blah. Did you say that Texas blood? I did say that Texas okay, blood. Cool. I think Sorry. maybe I, I didn't. Uh, we got a trade for Venom by Donny Cates, Volume Six, Ooh. which is the King and Black stuff. King and Black. King and Black. And we also have Vinyl Number Three. Really Looks like cool. this series. I'm into it. Great art. Uh, and another thing that is coming just a little too late, but huh. still pretty close. This one, uh, I can legitimately understand it being hard to time this one. Yeah, that, <laughs> uh, there's a good reason that it's tough to time that. But uh, Winter Guard, number one. Pretty stoked for this. Um, I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading it. I didn't read it, but it's on my list, and I'm I'm stoked. To get I also to it. love that every one of them is just is just back because I swear to God, I've read at least one comic where every single <laughs> every member single of this team was yes, killed absolutely. brutally. Uh, 100% so it's percent. Nice everyone has died, and they now have brought uh, Red Guardian back, and he is literally just like David Harbor yeah. from the movie, <laughs> which is cool because I think that kind of take is, is, is honestly, is good I, th- for him. I think it's better. I think I mean, it's better than he had him. virtually zero personality right. before, so anything's uh, better. Agree. <laughs> uh, Wolverine number 15 looks good I liked this issue a lot nice. um, basically Wolverine uh, gets sort of tricked or hired into going after the guy who he battled in the sword storyline where he was the they did they dueled and uh, he wound up getting they wound up splitting the two uh, Miramasa blades between the two of them. So he got one and Wolverine got the other one. And then it turns out that someone else had his blade and and Wolverine's like, he wouldn't give that up. What's going on? And he goes home and he pulls out his Miramasa blade and it's like crumbles into dust. And he's like, motherfucker, (laughs) (laughs) this dick stole my sword. Uh. So now he's out to get his sword back. Nice. And murderlate this guy. Nice. Uh, it was fun. I liked it a lot. Um, it looked great. I can tell you that. I flipped through it and it looked there's gorgeous. There's a great. Well, there's a great Jubilee cover too. Hmm. Neat uh, as the B cover. Uh, Wonder going to come back. Wonder Woman seven seventy eight. Yes, she is. She really is. Like yeah. I'm, like I love that character, and I'm excited to see her be. Jubilee was fixed. Yeah, ju- I would say I, I, except for Blink. 
Jubilee yeah. is the newest X-Men character that I like the last X-Men character that I remember like being introduced to be yeah. like, Oh, it's just, I, and yeah. I, I thought it was so funny when they gave her like the hot pink Robin costume. And I was just like, that's so cool. It's like such a great, like fuck you to DC. Yeah. Like, cause she's so, she was, I mean, at that point, Tim Drake was around and he was pretty cool. Um, but you know, whatever. Anyway, I like the, I like the yellow trench coat. Yeah. I like yeah. the big, I like the big boom, boom glasses cause yeah. she's got the, the fireworks power. So she needs sunglasses. Yeah. And there was that when they did Marvel versus DC and it was like, yep. there was that point where they finally had a meet up and I was just like, you gotta do it. Yep. Come on. Yeah. It was like one panel, I think, but you know, maybe, I don't know. My re- recollection is not great. <laughs> on that. Does a mall baby like chili fries? <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes, I think so. Uh, Cinnabon. <laughs> that was a that was a quote from the first X Men episode of the, oh. the '90s cartoon. Nice. Yeah. Well, my memory is definitely not that because I didn't even ever watch that show. I loved it. I didn't uh, have television. <laughs> I don't even have a TV. I wish that was actually <laughs> not true. I wanted a television and didn't have one. I mean, I had one when I was. I don't know. I didn't have Fox, no. I had TV. I didn't have Fox, and it was on Fox, right? Yes. Yeah. I didn't have Fox until way late. That's where I Because I wanted to watch my, Married with Children, and I couldn't. My lifelong love for The Tick. The and Tick I didn't get to see, yeah. I mean, The Simpsons, I used to have to get oh, tapes man. from my friends. That's so sad. Yeah, I just didn't. I, we had four channels, and, now we, and then when we got cable, we still didn't have Fox. We live in a world where I just saw someone online who created a Simpsons TV uh, about the size of like, I don't know, like the size of a Rubik's cube. And it's a, it's an actual television that looks exactly like the Simpsons TV. And it randomly plays episodes from, from seasons one through nine that are loaded on it. You just turn it on and it will randomly be playing one episode from seasons one through nine. It has like a little control knob, like volume and like the, the knobs actually work. It's insanity. So that's the world that we live in now. That is insanity. That's better than videotapes. The Simpsons television that I have, I got at Burger King with a, uh, or or McDonald's. I don't know which, I think it was Burger King. I think it was Burger King. It has Santos, Santos L. Halper, uh, on the back. (laughs) Santos L. Halper. (laughs) And, and you, you, you click him and it spins the television on the inside and there's, it's either itchy and scratchy, Kent Brockman or Bumblebee man. It's just like, we'll stop on one of those. It's one of my favorite toys. I've had it forever. Uh, so we got two things left. We got two Wonder Woman's. We got Wonder Woman seven seventy eight, and we've got Wonder Woman Black and Gold number three of six. I very very much enjoyed both of them. Uh, I think they're great. The Wonder Woman issue uh, has like she's basically like space tripping through the multiverse. Uh, yep. And this one, she goes to the Imp Planet, so it's like Batmite is there and Mitzel. That's true. Is this is this the first appearance of? Uh, I, I believe it is of the first Wonder appearance Might? of Wonder Might. Yes, nice. indeed. Yes. Uh, I don't know for sure, but uh, <laughs> the, I mean, it's certainly there. What I would have done were I them is I would have had it be Wonder Tot because that's a character that actually already exists. And you could just like have it be Wonder Tot. It was like those like those. Remember when they had oh, I remember that Super Baby? Yeah. She would talk like me am yes. Wonder Tot. Yeah. Me am have yeah. fun adventure without mom. Yes, <laughs> you know, I like think that, that was the first stupid I, shit. Yeah, I, I, I definitely love the remember fucking that. Silver Age, man. That's I love it so, so much. So terrible. It's <laughs> terribly amazing. 
So true. Just terribly delicious. And, and the black and gold one was really cool too. There's some good stories in there. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's it. We got it all. Oh man. We did it. We're done. That was a lot. That was a lot. There were some 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 asides on that one too. Sorry about that. I should <laughs> learn to keep my find my place. No worries. Uh, and uh, follow us at CoastCityComics.com or follow us at CoastCityComics and uh, buy things at CoastCityComics.com. Follow us at um, actually Comics on the Instagram. Uh, there will be no Funbox Monster podcast this week because Matt is going to see 311. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, he's going he's to got to come original. He's got to come original. You know that guy, he's got. To. You know why? Because Amber is Amber's the color, the color of his energy. energy. That is it. All right. Uh, he's got Omaha Styli. But there it is. <laughs> um, I got a question for you before we wrap, which is: uh, I noticed that your dollar bin comics have barcodes on them. They're not on the internet, are they? No. Okay. Go to this. Come to the store physically if you are able and can, and go through the dollar bin because I literally was going insane i found some some really good comics in there <laughs> uh, some good he, stuff he's put some stuff in there that's really great i love that i can still come at it as like the the shopper of casablanca <laughs> you know casablanca but, who the hell oh is my that? god fuck <laughs> you worked at casablanca worked it's at casablanca. so forgivable <laughs> it's also a comic book store in this town totally that's a bad one you should edit that out it's no carrots of blanca it's not Oh my god, why did I say that? I feel so bad. <laughs> End it now. Stop it. Stop it now. Stop now. Okay, good night everybody. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>